It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsbury. Quick little impeachment update. They have adjourned the recess, if that's how I phrase that, and Adam Schiff is back making his case. Anyway, uh, we will continue to follow that throughout the day in case there are any exciting developments. Um, And in the meantime, I want to talk to you about something coming up today, and it is a deadline, a pretty important deadline for the folks who are behind the tax uh, referendum process. You remember not too long ago, the Utah House of Representatives and the Senate, they got together in a special session and debated and ultimately passed a tax reform measure. Well, there are some folks who didn't think that passage of that measure uh, was a good thing, and there are some options available to you when you have that feeling, and uh, they took advantage of uh, a tool in Utah statute, and that is to form uh, a petition and gather signatures to attempt to put this issue on the ballot for Utah voters here in November. Not long after that effort commenced, uh, Harmon's Grocery Stores, they, they announced that their 19 locations around the state would allow for the gathering of signatures. Uh, and on the line now, I have Bob Harmon, who is the chairman of Harmon's, to talk a bit about how that effort has gone and what folks can expect over the next few hours. Mr. Harmon, sir, I'm grateful to you for joining us. Thanks for calling in. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate you uh, letting me have the opportunity. Can you do me one favor? I'm going to take a little tangent here for just a moment. I, uh, for a time, grew up uh, just near Rochester, New York, as you uh, likely know, the headquarters of Wegmans. Uh, I grew up going to uh, that grocery store, and uh, my wife became uh, very fond of Wegmans as we lived out on the East Coast. And uh, when we moved back here to to Utah, uh, she, uh, knowing that uh, Harmon's was uh, the closest approximation, scurried right over there and has been happy uh, since we come back here to town. Well, just on that note, we uh, spent many days uh, in Wegmans. Um, They're a best-in-class operator back there, and uh, we certainly uh, didn't uh, have everything figured out, so we we spent uh, about a few plane tickets and spent plenty of time in our stores to uh, find uh, some of the different uh, services and uh, things that we could provide this community. Very cool. Uh, Tell us about what you've uh, been letting folks do over the past few weeks. Yeah, so, um, you know, we found out about the referendum, and uh, we <clears throat> decided as leadership of Harmons that uh, this is something that uh, we wanted to get behind and, and oppose uh, the new tax um, regulation or, or the tax bill, the sweeping tax bill. And so we decided to at least allow the public to uh, have an opportunity of space and uh, location to come in and sign the uh, referendum. And uh, that's what we did. And um uh, it's just been completely overwhelming response. Uh, uh, you don't uh, know quite what's going to happen, but uh, it's a risk. Um, you know, people have asked me, you know, uh, is it, you know, did you feel like you were taking a risk? And I, I just say, you know, we take risks all the time. Uh, we're in a business, uh, you know, competing against uh, other operators uh, within our uh, grocery industry. And um, we're making uh, very difficult decisions uh, all the time based on uh, what we need to do to keep competitive and, and be relevant in this marketplace. And uh, we always keep two things in mind when we do that. We keep 
our people that uh, we employ, uh, what is the effect going to be on them? And then the broader effect, what is that going to be on the customers who choose to vote with their dollar um, every day? So uh, it's a risk well we're taking. Uh, we're, we're comfortable with that. Let me ask you this. Is your decision as a company to involve yourself in this matter one based on a desire to maintain a competitive edge? Or was there some sort of responsibility you felt as a member of the community or both? Uh, talk to me a little bit about uh, the specific motivations to get involved here. No, we, we, it, this has nothing to do with uh, competitive edge. We, we simply know that uh, we're, we're very blessed and fortunate to have locations throughout uh, Utah. So from southern Utah up, to, up into Roy area. So we knew that uh, we had available space that uh, could be uh, easily accessed for a fair amount of people. And then we, we clearly understood that there were hundreds of other locations, libraries and, and other businesses that were opening their doors as well. And uh, so we felt, yeah, this, 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 would, this could be helpful to, the, to this uh, referendum, and uh, we were just happy to do that. Uh, we, we, we really strongly feel that uh, things need to be done. I, I you know, I don't take anything back from our representatives, which we elect into office to, to try to make really good decisions on our behalf. Um, they're up there, you know, they're not making a whole lot, uh, uh, you know, in terms of financial to do that. And uh, they're doing it based on, uh, you know, trying to be responsible and to make good decisions. Um, so, but I just think that certainly this needs to be looked at. This needs to be reviewed. The public needs to have an opportunity to, to really read what this is. Uh, number one, more than anything, uh, just to, to that point, I've been in all of our, many of our stores in the last uh, week and a half, uh, thanking all the volunteers who have just been unbelievably, um, uh, incredible in giving up their time and putting in many, many, many hours to, to man the tables and be a witness to the signatures. So, you know, credit to them. But I was talking to a lot of the customers and, and literally it was a little bit shocking to me how many didn't even understand what had happened or what this was. Uh, just the fact that we have, you know, a signing table queued that up and then they had an opportunity to learn more about at least what was a part of this um, uh, sweeping tax bill. Um, that was a little bit shocking to me that, that so many people really were unaware. Um, so that, that, you know, uh, to the point is that's why probably as much as anything that people uh, have the right to vote, they have the right to review and uh, make their own decisions based on their knowledge and, and their, their personal um, uh, peace in this community, uh, you know, whether it's uh, uh, based on uh, their family, their, their uh, business or whatever those, those pieces are um, within this. And, and, that's all right, and I think that that's probably uh, paramount to this tax referendum is is the fact that let's take a look at it, let sure. let it be public, let us weigh in, um, see what this is really about, and then come November make a decision. I you know I applaud anyone who votes either way. Yeah. Um, it, it's their right to vote, but I think that it's our right to know what it's about. Let me ask you this. How one that's la- affect us. One last question. Time is tight. Uh, when it was announced initially by uh, your organization that uh, that 
you would be opening your doors and allowing for the gathering of signatures uh, at your locations, the governor spoke out and expressed some disappointment that uh, that there hadn't been communication between uh, your stores and his office. Now, I would absolutely point out that you were under no obligation and uh, were not required by any means to to make that phone call or have that conversation. But in the since then, have you had contact with the governor's office? No, you know, I, I personally have not, um, and, and I'm sure that in time, uh, once this uh, becomes more available to the public and and uh, and, and hopefully this referendum uh, passes, that uh, we we do have an opportunity to have more dialogue. You know, this this all came into fruition. Uh, and I know they worked on it for many, many, many months. You know, I'm I'm learning more and more and more about this uh, almost every day. But um, and and I have read um, I have read this bill. Um, and I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out on, you know, what that, what that actually means, you know, to, to every segment of this. But, but the bottom line was, is that, um, we were, um, right in the middle of our big, two biggest holidays of the entire year. Sure. It was Thanksgiving and, and Christmas. Uh, folks like to frankly, eat that time we, of were, year. we were taking care of our, our, we were taking care of our people and we were taking care of the communities that we, we were served. I, I, you know, certainly we weren't, uh, uh, thinking about you know uh, really other than you know providing great service and and doing what we could in the busiest time of, of the year i'm not using an excuse that's just factual sure. and i i uh this really kind of popped out just just right within that time frame uh to really our uh direct awareness and, and at that time we're just like wait a minute we this is this is something that uh you know it was uh, a um it was a, a special session. Sure. It was it was passed. It was signed, yeah. and here it is. And we just felt right then that wait a minute, this is this is something that's going to affect uh, really those people in the community when it's a tax on food specifically, right. and there's a tax on gas that's a part of this as well. But sure. but it's really affecting those that they're already struggling and they're already uh, doing what they can day to day, week to week, uh, to provide for their families. All and, right. And this tax, I mean, we, we did the math for Harmons. I mean, you know, we, we certainly, uh, are in a business and, and we understand math is, and, and, and finance and as well as, uh, many. And, um, that's going to cost our customer base, just Harmons, uh, on the same amount of, uh, goods that they purchased in 2019 and 2020 if this was to go through that would be an additional 12 million dollars i'm gonna have to leave it at so, that sir uh, the, the time okay. time is tight and they're yelling at me to go to commercial break but to our guest this segment has been bob harman chairman of harman so grateful to you sir for joining us uh and if you are of a mind to sign one of these petitions uh it is his stores across the state that making that possible for you uh next up a lot of good coverage we're going to be speaking to katie welke who's the ceo of primary Children's. They're opening up a, a new location. I'm going to ask her why next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office to meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. 
In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.